And welcome back to another episode of the Weekly Chefs. Um, I hope you guys, ooh, sorry, liked the new intro music because it's staying unless um, I find another one or whatever. Um, I am actually recording this episode before episode one releases. So if anybody was like, man, I told her I hated that. <laughs> I haven't gotten it yet. Um, or if you said you loved it haven't gotten it yet. Um, but I'm so thankful to have you here today. Today I am drinking a hot, which is usually not my go-to. Um, hot drinks are usually not my go-to, but I'm drinking a hot white chocolate Americano with Hawaiian salted caramel, um, four shots of espresso, and a little bit of oat milk. Um, I know Americano is made with water, but I did put a little bit of oat milk um, for my cream. Anyways, I can hear some of you saying ew, including my husband, but no one asked, so moving on. Um, if you are a part of the loyal listeners, welcome back. Um, I am happy to have you listen again, but if this is your first time, welcome. Thank you for giving me a shot. Uh, this podcast is just about having true and genuine conversations about Christianity and culture today, um, but doing it in a real way. And also some sprinkling it, so, sprinkling in some good old Christian fun. All right. Uh, so today's episode goes hand in hand with last week's episode, which is just reviving our relationship with Christ. Um. So it is going to be how do we stay faithful in our Christian walk? Um. How do we? keep that fire burning. Um, but before we get into that, fact of the week. Uh, woo! which, uh, sorry, new fact of the week song. I did not mention this in my last episode, but I feel like that is definitely giving me Stranger Thing vibes. Anyways, uh, the fact of the week this week is I am is the shortest complete sentence in the English language. Um, joke of the week is when are most frogs born? Go to Instagram to see the answer. Um, okay, let's jump in. Uh, sorry, I make myself laugh. Self laugh, obviously. Uh, so, when doing my research for um, staying faithful, uh, I found this quote from Max Lucado, and it goes like this: uh, "Focus on giants, you'll stumble. Focus on God, giants stumble. Giants stumble." Um, then I found this one by C.S. Lewis. Uh, we must lay before him what is in us, not what ought to be what's in us. Um, I just like those and I felt like that went well with what we are trying to accomplish. Um, anyways, okay, so in James he says, you say you have faith, but I'm con going to show you I have faith. Uh, we are thinking about this big picture. How do we stay faithful in our beliefs within our walk, right? Um, so we're saying we have faith, but we're going to show you we have faith by XYZ. Um, so my first point um, is being unwavering or steadfast in your faith in God. Um, so few 
verses. I almost said lyrics. <laughs> Few verses um, that I just realized I did not actually type into this part, which I don't know why. But anyways, that uh, maybe you can pause me and go look them up and then come back. Uh, but Matthew 24, 9 through 14, uh, 1 Corinthians 15, verse 58, Psalm uh, 51, 10 through 12, and James 1, 12. Um, press pause. Welcome back. Okay. I obviously did pause, but if you pause and went to go read those. Awesome. Um, so no matter what happens, no matter what the world or culture, whatever, no matter what they throw at us, um, we must stay strong and immovable in our belief in God, um, in the one who made us, the one who saved us, um, he called and who calls us his own. We need to establish ourselves in the truth of God's word and choose to believe who he is and what he has, no matter what trials, um, deceptions or challenges we might face. Um, when we are unwavering in our faith, we are anchored in concrete. Um, we cannot move. We cannot be moved, right? Um, not being able to be swayed. Uh, scripture says not being tossed to and fro um, as waves in the sea, which I believe that it's in Ephesians. I thought I looked it up. I just wrote Ephesians. So I'm thinking it's right. Uh, but when the world tries to debunk Christianity, um, when culture tells us that he isn't real um, or that his word isn't true, when all storms are going around me, how do we know this is real? Um, when the good times are good and the bad times are bad, how can we stand firm that he loves us, that he cares? Um, you know, I go back and think of James. Blessed is the one who endures trials. He isn't excited. Um, he isn't gung-ho. He endures, uh, which we know he's working hard. He is grinding it out because he who has stood the test will receive the credit of life. Um, if we remain faithful and steadfast within those hard times, we will actually find a reward at the under end, other end of this trial. Um, when we can see how faithful God is to us as we are still sinners, um, Christ died for us. We can take solace in the fact that he's already paid the full price. Um, we know that life is not going to be easy. We know that this is... Uh, we knew this as soon as Adam and Eve disobeyed God, that life was going to be hard. Um, but we have to remember that God is faithful even when we are not. Um, I think we also have to remember that on our easiest days, it's easy to forget that God, um, God has kept his promises and he will continue to keep his promises moving forward. Um, we should be praising him and thanking him for giving us what we have. Um, we can remain steadfast by remembering who God was, his nature, his promises, and who he is. Um, there are other things we can do when we need help to stay steadfast in our faith. Uh, the church is more than just the community, right? It is the family of God. Um, the church should laugh together, cry together. Uh, so if you're going through hardship or praise, we can lean on each other. Um, but we also need to pray more. Um, we sometimes can underestimate the power of 
prayer. I mean, um, if we look at the Bible, the great saints and theologians, uh, they were engulfed in prayer first, uh, that personal one-on-one relationship with Christ. They prayed diligently. I mean, without prayer, what what is there? Uh, is Christ a magic genie? We can only uh, call upon him during hard times. No, he is going to look at us and he's going to say, who are you? Um, I don't have a relationship with you. We don't talk. You only reach out to me in times of agony and pain, but in times of joyfulness and goodness, you want nothing to do with me. Is that a relationship built on love? Well, I mean, you kind of have to answer that for yourself. Um, Two, dig into the word. Um, I mentioned this on last week's episode, um, but it's still truer than true. Um, Anytime we need to work on our relationship with God, we should be spending time in his word. Um, God has given us so many answers to most of our problems. Um, Maybe not all of them, but most of them. Look back at his words. I promise I am never going to leave you or forsake you. I know the hairs on your head. If I take care of the flowers in the field and birds in the air, how much more will I take care of you whom I love? Um, There are all these promises of God that go to all of his children that he loves. But if you are not in the scripture, how would you know of all of these promises? Um, how are you going to be reminded of these things? That's what the Israelites did with the names of God. Uh, it was to remember his nature, the God who hears, uh, the God who is present, the God who is before me, the God who is with me. These are all things we can look back on Um the times that God was faithful, that God was with you. Um, But how do you do that? Um, You do that through intentional, diligent prayer, uh, through scripture, learning and leaning onto his word, um, reading his promises uh, through the family of God, um, supporting each other. You may be able to share something with me that I am going through that you didn't know, or maybe you did and you wanted to help me um, out by sharing when it happened to you, uh, or whatever the case may be, or even just saying, here's the scripture I saw today, um, let me read it to you. Those are some ways that can just help you stay steadfast in a relationship with Christ. Um I also wanted to add this, uh, something I said last week, it has something to do with what you're allowing into your heart and mind. Um, if you are constantly listening to junk or watching junk, um, and I'm not just talking about like music and movies, but the influences that are around you, uh, that you're allowing yourself to be around or listen to, uh, podcasts you're listening to, the teaching you're seeking, the advice um, you are being given. The Bible says, do, don't be conformed to the image of this world, but be transformed by the renewing of your mind. And in doing such, that is how you stay focused on Jesus Christ. The Kant Um, the constant renewal of your mind, uh, which brings me to three. Uh, Separate yourself from the world's thoughts, patterns, and practices. Uh, So often, whether intentional or unintentional, we as Christians get caught up in the thoughts, 
patterns and practices of the world. Um, I am so guilty of this, so guilty of just being like, you know, I'm just gonna scroll on Facebook, uh, check Insta, go on the weekly shares and see if anybody commented or watched or whatever. Um, oh, there's a video. Oh, there's another video. Oh, and another one. Um, the next thing you know, they got me and I am awake well past 1am because I got caught up in that social media world. Um, Philippians 3.16 through 21. Uh, only let us hold true to what we have attained. Brothers, join in imitating me and keep your eyes on those who walk according to the example you have in us. For many of whom I have often told you and now tell you, even with tears, walk as enemies of the cross of Christ. Their end is destruction. Their God is their belly and they glory in their shame with minds set on earthly things. But our citizenship is in heaven and from it we await Savior. Await a savior, the Lord Jesus Christ, who will transform your lowly body to be like his glorious, his glorious body by the power that enables him even to subject all things to himself. So if we are living in accordance to others, we see the way the world, uh, we see the way of the world. Their end is destruction. Uh, the glory of hate, look at me, the glory is their shame. Um, but our citizenship, our citizenship is in heaven. We should be eagerly awaiting the savor and imitating Christ, um, just like Paul did. And that's what we should be doing. Um, Romans 12, 1 through 2. I appeal to you, therefore, brothers, by the mercies of God, to present your bodies as a living sacrifice, holy and acceptable to God, which is our spiritual worship. Do not be conformed to this world, but be transformed by the renewal of your mind, that by testing you may discern what is the will of God, um, what is good and acceptable and perfect. Want to know God? Well, there you go. That's what God's will is. 2 Corinthians 6, 14 through 18. Do not be unequally yoked with unbelievers. For what partnership has righteousness with lawlessness? Or what fellowship has light with darkness? What accord has Christ with Belial? Or what portion does a believer share with an unbeliever? What agreement has the temple of God with idols? For we are the temple of the living God. As God said, I will make my dwelling among them and walk among them, and I will be their God, and they shall be my people. Therefore, go out with their mists and be separate from them, says the Lord, and touch no unclean thing. Then I will welcome you, and I will be a father to you, and you shall be sons and daughters to me, says the Lord Almighty. First, um, I can hear people say, but Shaz, um, you are supposed to be in the world. Don't you listen to your own episodes? Uh, yes, we are supposed to be in the world, um, but we were not supposed to do what the world does. Check out season two, episode 10. Um, there is a difference. Um, you cannot do what the world does and claim Christ. What does that look like? Um, we are the salt and the light on the hill that shines before men that can see our good works, but see our father. Uh, we are so different and set apart that we are obviously different from the world, um, but yet we are still functioning within it. Uh, we should be in the world, but that shouldn't be our ecosystem. So what I mean by that is you think of an ecosystem, all the living things, the world is not 
our ecosystem. Our equal ecosystem is Christ and what he says. Uh, Matthew 5, 13 through 16. You are the salt of the earth, but if salt has lost its taste, how shall its saltiness be restored? It is no longer good for anything except to be thrown out and trampled under people's feet. You are the light of the world. A city set on a hill cannot be hidden, nor do people light a lamp and put it under a blanket, but on a stand, under a blanket, under a basket, but on a stand, and it gives light to all in the house. In the same way, let your light shine before others so that they may see your good works and give glory to your Father who is in heaven. Um, if you are choosing to surround yourself with people who are unequally yoked like in second corinthians then you need to look at when you've chosen what you've chosen and re-examine what you're doing Uh, things you're choosing um like things you were choosing you were choosing to be unequally yoked um you were choosing to surround yourselves with those things so if you're choosing something i would say choose something that is going to lead you to Christ. So create a rhythm. Um, Spend time with people who are wanting the same things you are, who are on the same trajectory that you are on. If you spend all of your time with people who have turned their backs on God and aren't putting them as a priority, then chances are you won't either. Um, My fourth point, uh, choose to do what is right. Uh, Yes, it is a choice. If we are left to our own human nature, we won't do what is right. We know that the Bible says our heart is inherently wicked. So we know that we would do wicked things, um, but we have a choice not to. Um, Psalm 34, 13 through 14. Keep your tongue from evil and your lips from speaking uh, deceit. Turn away from evil and do good. Seek peace and pursue it. 1 Corinthians 10, 31 through 33. Uh, So whether you eat or drink or whatever you do, do all to the glory of God. Give no offense to Jews or to Greeks or to the church of God. Just as I try to please everyone in everything I do, not seeking my own advantage, but that of many, that they may be saved. Um, He is not saying he's going to go out to a brothel or anything like that. Um, That's not what he's saying here. We know that. Uh, Or drink to get plastered. He's not doing that. Uh, Galatians 5, 16 through 26. But I say, walk by the spirit and you will not uh, gratify the desires of the flesh. For the desires of the flesh are against the spirit. The desires of the spirit are against the flesh. For those are opposed to each other to keep you from doing the things you want to do. But if you are led by the spirit, you are not under the law. Now, the works of the flesh are evident, sexual immorality, impurity, sensuality, idolatry, uh, sorcery, enmity, strife, jealousy, fits of anger, rivalries, secession, uh, division, envy, drunkenness, orgies, and things like that. So all sin. Um, I warn you, as I warned you before, that those who do such things will not inherit the kingdom of God. But the spirit uh, but the fruit of the Spirit is love, joy, peace, patience, kindness, goodness, faithfulness, gentleness, self-control. Um, against such things, there is no law. And those who belong to Christ Jesus have crucified the flesh with its passions and desires. If we live by the Spirit, let us also keep in step with the Spirit. Let us not become conceited, provoking one another, um, or envying one another. So, choose to do what is right. How? Uh, By walking in the spirit, by praying, 
having your Bible, having that church family, creating that as your ecosystem. Um, I always think of my kids and a lot of the time it is Reagan doing something to Jackson and then him doing something back, right? And I'm like, hey, why did you do that? And he's like, because Sissy did this. And I... Um, I'm like, well, that's not a good enough reason. (laughs) Um, Should she have done that? No. But at some point, my friends, we are going to have to own up to our actions. I'm at three. My son has a pretty legitimate excuse. But at 30, I do not. Uh, We are going to stand before God one day and he's going to ask, what did you do? I mean, if we're like, these people are jerks and blah, 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 he's going to stop us and he's going to be like, well, hold on. No, no, no. What did you do? Um, The Bible says our calling is to be a servant of God. And if we are his ambassadors and we live our lives for him, which means choosing to do the right thing, that means choosing to do the right thing, even when no one else is doing it, even when we are going to be persecuted for it. Um, because I mean, that's what we're called to do. Uh, five, love your neighbors in obedience to God, um, which means live how God commanded us to, uh, Matthew 25 verses 34 through 46. It's a really long one. Um, so I'm not going to read it. So why don't you pause, uh, go read it and then come back. Um, so I don't know if anybody else actually went and took a pause and then came back. Um, but I did because my husband came in the room to get ready for work and I don't like to record with him just in the room. Anyways, uh, Romans 13, eight through 10, owe no one anything except to love each other for the one who loves another has fulfilled the law. For the commandments, you shall not commit adultery, you shall not murder, you shall not steal, you shall not covet. And any other commandment are summed up in this word. You shall love your neighbor as yourself. Love does no wrong to a neighbor. Therefore, love is fulfilling the law. Uh, Not to do away with, but to fulfillment, uh, the completion of the law. Uh, Matthew 5, 43 through 48 You have heard that it was said, you shall love your neighbor and hate your enemy. But I say to you, love your enemies and pray for those who persecute you, so that you may be sons of your father who is in heaven. For he makes his son rise on the evil and on the good, and sends rain on the just and on the unjust. For if you love those who love you, what reward do you have? Do not even the tax collectors do the same? And if you greet only your brothers, what more are you doing than others? Do not even the Gentiles do the same? You therefore must be perfect as your heavenly father is perfect. We have to be intentional, guys. Uh, If you love someone, you seek out for them. If you love God like you say you love God, you have to put effort into that relationship. Uh, Like I mentioned earlier, any other relationship you are in, um, in order to have that relationship, you would need to have that communication. Um anyone who's married, uh, ask yourself, or just if you're in a relationship, whatever, ask yourself if your spouse or your boyfriend, girlfriend, whatever, if they said, I love you, and then never spoke to you, chances are you are probably not getting married. You wouldn't be together. You would eventually break up, whatever be the case. Um, 
because you don't have a real relationship without that aspect of it. Uh, so start to put your relationship with Christ first. Uh, make a schedule, have a rhythm, uh, start changing little things. Uh, last week's episode, I had mentioned doing things like listening to a podcast, just increasing the amount of time you're reading the Bible, even if it's from zero minutes to five minutes, um, having the Bible read to you while you're getting ready. Every little thing you start to do now will benefit and grow your relationship with Christ. Uh, Something as small as simply wearing a bracelet with a cross on it or like a WWJD <laughs> bracelet or whatever just to remind you to pray or like what would Jesus do in this moment, you know? Um, or keeping your Bible next to your makeup or wherever, whatever you're doing when you're getting ready uh, to remember to read his word. Uh, setting alarms like you wake up at seven you know you do your morning thing set your alarm for 7 30 to have the bible read to you or um, dwell in the daily verse that you get or whatever even just having that notification for your daily verse to read um just be intentional about it guys um it doesn't matter but let's just stop letting our excuses distinguish that fire that we should be having for Christ. Um, as always, thanks for listening. Don't forget to hit subscribe wherever you get your podcast. Um, if you haven't already, go ahead and jump over to your Instagram app right now and follow me at, at the Weekly Shaz. Uh, if you have any topics or questions or you want to be on the show, please, please, please reach out. Um, I would love... I love when I get feedback um, or suggestions of what I should go to next. Um, and I haven't had a guest on in a bit. Uh, so if anybody would like to be on, please contact me. Um, I do have a few people I need to reach out to and get scheduled so we can do that. Um, per usual, I love you. Bye!